Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. I like turtles. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Why are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. It's a Memorial Day special. And, you know, Ryan, we we were talking for a while about how we didn't have many females on. It feels like lately it's been like couples shows. We've had like like I was looking back. It's like three out of the last four shows we've had a, a couple pair on, which is great. I know it's good for the uh, for the industry having more like lady voices out there. I think it's uh, it doesn't make it look like a sausage fest. It makes it look like we're actually like normal people instead of a bunch of nerds. Yeah, it helps the demographics, uh, right? It does definitely. <laughs> well, I want to welcome. Uh, buffalo and legs from the false reality check podcast guys thank you so much for joining us thanks for joining us i'm i'm really excited to be a part of the master debaters and i kept i kept mispronouncing it earlier and calling it masturbators so and and that's the whole point of it because that's how close we are between masturbators and master debaters it's just a slip away you know so yeah well (laughs) welcome guys and Back for a second coming. I, I'm glad we didn't scare you away. Amit from Amit's Corner. Thanks for coming back, bud. Thank you for inviting me, Matt. Hey, How anytime. How, how's the show going? It's going, to go, it's going well. Getting the process of starting to interview people. I have an episode coming out tomorrow with Janet from Global Nation. Excellent. So oh, it sounds no- kind of like off. And I will apologize for that now. Because it's it, it came off kind of like weird when the final recording was done you got to use that editing software ryan's using right ryan i'm not really good with technology so i just left it raw i don't want to edit anything hey that's a way to do it man i i don't touch anything except when that one show ryan we had a monday night masturbators about two weeks ago where the recording came back and we all sounded like the chipmunks and could not get it fixed for the light yeah it's weird dude you kept telling me you're like dude i don't know what the fuck is going on here and it just it seemed like it just worked out of nowhere out of nowhere it was one Mm -hmm. of those where i just kept downloading it you know running it through the the filter from transitioning it from mp3 to m4 
four A and back and things like that. And eventually that program to- you're referring to me using, are you talking about the one that I'm trying to mess around with now or audacity? Cause no, yeah, no, that, no. That when you're messing me. around with now. Yeah. It's weird, dude. It's a, it's like a digital mixer and it's confusing as hell. But do you guys do anything with yours from an audio perspective? For, for our audio. Yeah. yeah. We, well, I'm not, a, I'm not a good audio person. So this is probably the worst person. To you're talk you're to talking to me, a group of I, audio retards. Yes, so don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Then I'm a retard. I can <laughs> So we, um, I use GarageBand and I just use like a bunch of filters and plugins. And I, I, I have like the four set ones that I like to use, but if the audio really screws up, then I'll try and like play around with it. And sometimes you just can't get it. And sometimes it's like, well, fuck it people are just gonna if you're gonna listen to it great if not you know i'll always put a little note that says sorry i fucked up the audio (laughs) it it is what it is (laughs) is shannon popping on did he say anything uh no he's i think he's coming on next week oh okay i said said he could if he wanted to but uh he said he's definitely down next week for sure Gotcha. Cool, man. So. Yeah, dude, we were talking about that whole Uvalde stuff and, and you know, there's just all the weird coincidences with some of the the people involved, man. It just it, some of that stuff just doesn't make sense. Did you, well, I saw on Instagram that supposedly near the school, there's a house that had a uh, the um, Freemason thing. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if that was edited or if someone placed it to share it as a fake thing. I saw it on Instagram or I think it was on Twitter. I don't really remember. It was a house like if you go on Google where the school is located, there's a house that's behind when you turn around the camera on Google Maps. You can see that there's like a Mason flag in someone's house. It's like a wind chime. It was was a wind chime. Something weird, yeah. It's amazing. I like, you know, as awful as these scenarios are i like watching it from the conspiracy perspective to see some of the wild shit that comes out that people come up with that you know is just absolute bs you know they just made it up and they're throwing it out there to see how many people will pass it along and you know some of them are quite creative but then others are just like it's such a joke you you can't take it seriously but the, the one thing that yeah. keeps popping up and Ryan, you know, we, we had a discussion in your, in one of your Instagram posts about it with one of, one of the people that commented, it's like, listen, we're not saying all Masons, but why at all of these things do these Mason symbols show up? Right. Why, why do they come up in the news over and over again? I mean, yeah. if there's nothing to it now, much like we were saying, the low level people are just normal people like us that just want to be in a group. So they're in the Masons. But then when you get to the upper echelons, those are the people that are doing shit. You know, and I kind of well, so actually I, go ahead, I printed this. I printed this out right here and I'm, I'm excited to go through it all the way. I'm, I'm trying to get through the entire thing and then I'm probably going to do a Patreon episode on it. Um, but this is, uh, it's called Freemasonry, the worship of Lucifer, Satan, part one of five. And, uh, the first part is specifically all about how the, it says specifically right here that the bottom 18, so one through 18 ranks, um, or, uh, degrees, I guess one through 18 are misled to believe that the light is God, that they're following God. That's why a lot of people at the beginning stages of Freemasonry believe 
that it's all about some Christian shit. And then once you get to 19, Manly P. Hall writes in his book um, that that is when the unveiling of you're really worshiping Lucifer here. And Manly P. Hall is very influential Freemason. And um, so, yeah, man, I mean, it goes through a lot of stuff. This is actually a really interesting little pamphlet. They talk about that Tubal Cain God. And uh, supposedly Tubal Cain is the password given to a third degree master mason. So in order to become and I mean, who knows, you know, because it seems like they'd have to change that after, you know, putting out information like this. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what what's, you know, misleading and what's accurate. But it's just a really, really interesting little pamphlet. And um, yes, yeah, supposedly they there's proof in their works that they worship Lucifer. Well, and I think they'll admit that because they 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 follow the light bearer right and that's their whole shtick from from what well, i know i don't i don't i'm not well versed in the masons honestly i'm, I'm the, we should we should have had uh thomas on he he could he could speak to it a lot better but um well there's a couple masons that listen to my show there's one in particular i won't say his name but he went up to the 32nd degree and when i mentioned tubal cane um shannon actually told me about that when i mentioned tubal cane he was like dude tubal cane is huge like he was like you stumbled into a rabbit hole there so i'm like all right i'm gonna keep looking into him and tubal cane for those that don't know he's eighth generation human um supposedly a bloodline of satan and he's the first one to make weapons he's the first ever blacksmith so uh very significant you know in theory there would be no war without him right i mean the first first mason essentially the first blacksmith first weapon maker so it's an and he's a descendant of Cain. So Cain killed his brother instead of using a rock. They can use a sword because of Tubal Cain. So it's interesting. That's crazy. I find I find it very weird that this this event happened and like the very last week they were really worried about being able to murder babies and now they 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 don't want you to murder babies and it's kind of like huh okay where where's the where where's the line like wh- what are we taking seriously here um i mean are we are we sad that kids died did kids die i don't know i have no idea i wasn't there i know there's a lot of scra- like crazy shit there's a little girl with two different fathers uh, apparently on two different news stations that are showing up and talking about the same little girl allegedly who died uh it's just I don't know if they're really bad at their job now and, or we're just really good at seeing through their bullshit. I, I honestly don't know what's going on. Yeah. Cause I saw the same thing, you know, with uh, the teacher, they said that the teacher and we, I think we looked at the picture on uh, at the tavern on Friday night, Ryan, if you look at the, the picture of the teacher that supposedly died, it's the same teacher as from Sandy hook. <clears throat> um, yeah. you put him, it's, it's, it's just bizarre. Yeah, and, I can pull up that picture if you want me to screen share, man. I yeah, can go ahead, man. Let me uh, let me pop that up here. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, interesting coincidences. And just with, and they use the similarity. And I was going to say, you know, the, the, the girl with the two dads was one of the dads, a birthing parent by chance. And maybe you're just being a bigot. maybe that could be it i mean it looks like two two different dads i guess one could be the birthing dad i'm just pregnant now right (laughs) yeah okay let's see i got quite a few here um what are we looking for oh yeah okay so the the two yeah because the two ladies okay because yeah there's a david hogg and then the uh lanza dude too right yeah 
All right, here we go. So I'm slow with this, as you can tell. So here we go. I'm sharing now. Um, so the first one here, this one isn't really what we're paying attention to, but that's David Hogg and Adam Lanza. Um, these are the oh, two shit. teachers, but so this is the girl that died, Eva Morales, Morales, um, victim in the Rob Elementary. And that's kind of an interesting name too, Rob, like robbing, like a robber. Um, so this is her, and then that's the girl that died. This is uh Victoria Soto killed in Sandy Hook in uh 2012. But you look at them side by side, and it's I mean, it's uncanny, really. So well, and it's funny, like you said uh Buffalo about how the the hypocrisy, right? Because one of the things that I laugh at is the the Golden State Warrior coach Steve Kerr. Back oh, in yeah. 2020, during the BLM stuff, he was all about, you know, we need to take away all security from schools, you know, take away those police officers, this, that, and the other. And now all of a sudden, they uh, they want, he wants more protection for the kids. It's like, what? Which one they is They only care it? about kids once they're dead or dying. That's yeah, it. right, when it's convenient. And like you're saying, which side of the, you know, the abortion, oh, we want to kill as many as we can. We want to have the right to kill babies, but now we want you to protect the ones that, what? It's just nonsense. They care about, you know, kids when it fits another political narrative, right? And, exactly and right, and that's I, very true. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, you're exactly right. If yeah, I mean, seen- that's it. And, and did, you know, these police officers, I said it before, these police officers, I think all deserve to go to prison. I think all the ones that were there, every single one of them, dude, like I, I'm not a cop, but like they were fucking tasing the parents that were trying to get in there, man. And then they were arresting parents. And one one lady supposedly was handcuffed and went and saved her kid anyway. And uh, some dipshit cop, too, was like, and I'm all I'm pro police, but not these guys at all. You know what I mean? But he was like, hey, scream if you need help. And a girl screams, and then the dude, the 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 shooter shoots the the poor girl that tried to scream out, according to the story. But it just shows, I think, police incompetence at a new level. And um, I mean, there needs to be more training, man. I think that. And what's wild, Ryan, is they had a training exercise the week before, supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. Or or at the end of Mar- March twenty second or May twenty second, there was a training exercise in in the high school, and you know, so these guys trained for this exact scenario. And then when it comes to fruition, they they just totally drop the ball. And now, you know, what you're probably going to see, much like you saw in New York, is cops that start killing themselves in sure. from this incident. And they're yeah, gonna- <laughs> didn't, they, didn't, didn't the cops do the same thing during um, the what was the politician's name who got hit quite uh, inappropriate uh, stuff in his laptop? Wiener. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, the NYPD. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, it's just uh, disgusting to see see police officers act like that. And then they wonder why people don't support them. You know what I mean? Like, I have a Blue Lives Matter sticker on the back of my truck. And to be honest, it's mostly so I don't get pulled over. But, I mean, dude, it's disgusting. And, and it's it's very embarrassing, man. I think good cops should be really, really embarrassed of the way that these guys perform. Because supposedly they're all brothers, right? And, yeah. you know, it's like, well, your brother's kind of fucked over their community there a little bit. Yeah. Are the police officers even from the area or are they from outside? Because that's something that we grew up with in Southern California. I know. I don't know if you experienced that on it, but in Southern California, a lot of the local PD for whatever city you're in don't live there. They're from other cities and they serve that city. Whereas where we live now, the only the only law enforcement here is a sheriff and he literally lives a block 
from our house. So we know the people here serve this community, whereas where we came from in a city, in a lot of cities like that area, they're not from that area. So they probably could care less, to be honest with you. They're just there for a paycheck. It's mm. mm. a good point. I mean, that, that should be the case, too, for politicians. That's legal somehow for people to represent districts that they don't live in. So why would you care? You know what I mean? I don't know. Our system's broken. I think the more and more we see these things, whether they're real or not, I mean, just the, the fact that this can even happen and it's a, and I, I'm going to say that it's real. I, you know, I'm not going to say that no kids died and that the school was shut down for years and all this stuff. I think something went down. Um, but, you know, it, it just proves how broken the system is, man. And then there was another shooting to, uh, yesterday, right? Um, a one-year-old got shot in a, in a drive-by and then a couple of people got shot and it was a, um, in Oklahoma, I believe. So me- meanwhile, there was probably an, another dozen shootings in Chicago that aren't even mentioned, you know, I mean, and, and that's the crazy part about it. Who's the one that's speaking out the most is, you know, Obama came out right away and, and, and in typical Obama fashion, he directed us to George Floyd away from mm-hmm. the kids that had just died. And meanwhile, the city that he was supposedly in, you know, not city, but he was congressman for Illinois, which Chicago is a part of, is basically Chirac, like Ryan likes to call it. So, I mean, it's just these guys, they don't give a shit about us. It's just what can they do for the uh, for the cameras? To your point, Matt, there it is right there. There you go. (laughs) Grieving Uvalde parents and Obama's Kanye just being like over here. Yeah. (laughs) Good job, just a second <laughs> yeah dude it's tragic but who knows man who knows what's real and and you know the 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 fashion in which the buffalo shooting just came out of focus so quickly i think is really suspicious too um the the guy with the water power truck i think we talked about that here last week matt right yep yeah we were looking at the, his youtube channel because uh because last week you were talking about you thought he was fake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure Aaron Salter. Real. And that's like, yeah, that made me think about that for a while, too. Like, is this guy even real or is this part of another story that they're trying to, you know, misdirect? But then the Uvalde should happen. And you're like, oh, that was like one on top of the other, which kind of I mean, even the Buffalo thing that was somewhat piggyback to the subway shooting. That was just, you know, sure. a couple of weeks before. So you've seen this rash of them ramp up as we get towards the summer months. And we know what happens in the summer months of a midterm. We're, we're guaranteed for some mayhem. So more love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. The uh, that's a good point about the subway shooting. Cause yeah, that one, I mean, it, it's so sad, dude, how quickly we forget about these. You know what I mean? It used to be like Columbine, like the country was like shut down almost. You know what I mean? I was, uh, I don't even know if I was born. What year did that happen? 91, 92. Yeah, I thought it happened. In 90, I wasn't even born. Three or ninety-four. Okay, yeah, I was a little guy then. I don't. I was in that. elementary. Yeah, I was like three or four, depending on it. I guess we're all in front of computers. I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy that just you know the short time goes by, and uh, and and it's kind of like we're almost becoming immune to it. I don't know if that's intended or what, but yeah, it looks like it was come desensitized. Nineteen ninety-nine on four twenty. 99. Oh, that's right. It was on a 420. Yeah, I forgot they picked that day. They ruined that. Yeah, because that was Hitler's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. yeah, but that's Ganja. Yep. 
Yeah, part, all part of the psyop, right? I mean, it, yeah, we're gonna give you both sides of the spectrum here. That's some edge lord shit. Yep. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I I think that um, uh, Giannis Papas made a really good point that these mass shooters are making are taking the place of serial killers in our culture. Like they're the big scary point where you know these people go and as fucked up as it sounds to say they kill so much more efficiently and they get the narrative out so much more efficiently in a short amount of time, they show you, Hey, guns are bad. And you know, this one guy in a short amount of time killed this many people, 20 people, 30 people, 40 people. And serial killers would do it over like a span of months or even years. But that was like during the satanic panic and all this stuff. And now it's evolved into these, you know, mass shooters. So it's, it's yeah, an interesting thing. Sandwiched in between them, Ryan, we had the uh, boogeyman of the terrorists, right? The lone sure. terrorist that could come into your city with a nuclear weapon in a backpack and we're all at risk, you know? I mean, there's always the boogeyman out there and, and you know, how real they are, we don't know because it never really touches most of our communities. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. I, was, I was a town over from Sandy Hook and I... I don't know any more than the rest of you do to be honest you know because it was one of those where you hear stories about this person knew somebody and this but i didn't know anybody and you know i didn't know anybody that knew anybody directly so it's i don't know they're they're all these you know and, and again i'm not doubting what happened you know i'm not doubting that people died but the fact that the story is so crazy and there's always these training exercises right either the day of or in in near vicinity of i know you guys touched on this ryan on your last show with ron um about that how you know there's always these training i mean you go go even to 9-11 i mean on 9-11 there was a major defense training operation underway and so they didn't know if it was real or an exercise and they and then then you heard a couple times on on different recordings where they asked is this real or is this an exercise and yeah it's this real world or exercise yeah yeah yeah. you couldn't tell the difference and that was norad right yeah Mm. yep yeah man and uh operation vigilant guardian i think was the name of that operation um i don't know man i i it's kind of like what is the What's the point? Because I think that the the basic narrative or like the thing that we think that it is right away, it's to try and get our guns. But it's probably more re- realistically for like division, right? Especially this whole thing with this guy. I mean, he was like a cross-dressing dude, supposedly. Um, they'll tell you that he was bullied and picked on, even though it, his classmates said that he was actually kind of a bully and he would abuse little animals and shit like that. So, you know, it's just one of those things, I think, to get bickering going. And as dark as it is, there is something so hilarious about people just going right away to saying that that it was fake. Like the kid, there's no kids that died. There's something that's just like, the dude. School, yeah, like the school is closed rumors just because somebody <laughs> took a picture after hours. Like, I mean, come on, guys. It's <laughs> well, so stupid. Yeah, man, like the Alex Jones stuff. And and uh, there was this this couple it was an old granny. And some dude, and his name was Sidethorn. I forget the guy, the the lady's name, but he called himself Sidethorn. And they were going around and just harassing these parents of the dead kids. Like, whether they were dead or not, there's something that's like idiocracy at its peak when they're like, prove it that your kid died. Mother. You know, it's like, yeah. dude, it's, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so. just, it's like in Ferris Bueller, just roll old bones on over here, you know, just bring, show me the corpse. We'll be good. Like, what it's the crazy. Fuck? 
Yeah, you know, I'm I mean, sure. I'm sure people did die. Children did die. They they always um, use these events as some kind of ritual sacrifice. So there's got to be some kind of death that happened, but we can all agree it never happens the way they say. And usually, um, I saw some other point that was made recently that this guy was investigated by the FBI. So that's always something that happens with these mass shooters. The FBI somehow investigates them and then nothing comes of that. So, um, and then his, the kit that he used, the guns themselves, and you just look into that and how much it's worth. It's like, how could he have have afforded that much um, on his Burger King job or whatever, wherever he worked, you know? Yeah, and to tie tie it into what you were saying, Ryan, with we used to be afraid of serial killers and then then it was terrorists and now it's mass shooters. So to me, it's 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 a twofold thing. One, they need uh, they need sacrifices during the summer that for some reason, their esoteric beliefs cause them to want sacrifices during the summer. So that ties into there. I think personally, I know a lot of terrorism was a psyop because it was we went after the wrong countries for the terrorists that actually attacked us to begin with so that doesn't make any sense if they were terrorists but it was probably an inside job anyways and then i think serial killers are a fucking psyop too i think that they are actually the government doing things or it's people that have been mk ultraed by the government into doing things and that's just what happens but they need for some reason these people it's not it's like a political end yeah it changes elections but it also changes their, in their belief, it changes the energy flow or something because they need the death to happen in order for it to progress to their next phases of the plan, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the, the sun, these religions that worship the sun, like the ancient religions, right? And like these pagan religions, which I think that these people still follow, to be honest with you, I think that that's what they are as sun worshipers. They believe that they need bodies to keep the sun moving. You know what I mean? And I don't know if they've gotten it to a new level where... um they know that I see, I don't like talking about this kind of stuff. Cause then you get people that are like, well, the earth's flat and you know, there's no solar system and all this shit. Um, I don't care about that so much, but I think that whatever it is out there, think that the elites know exactly what it is, whether it's a firmament, whether it is a solar system or we're just space dust, whatever. Um, and, and they, they play into that with these sacrifices. Cause I I'm with you on that, dude. I, are you Buffalo or legs, by the way? I'm Buffalo. Her yeah, legs are way better than me. Yeah, I thought so. I was gonna say it'd be, it would be funny if it was the other way around, though. It'd be hilarious, actually. But that's uh, yeah, I thought it would be, but I didn't want to assume. Uh, um, well, it's good to meet you guys, by the way. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely with you on that, Buffalo. It's, it makes a lot of sense that um, it's just sacrifices, dude. Yeah, I'm with you on that too, Ryan. I, I I love listening to these people just start screaming. And and one of them's my good friend, Moral Bob, because he loves to scream at anyone that you're a fucking idiot that you think it's round. I'll prove to you that it's flat. And it's like, I don't doubt that you can prove to me that it's flat, but I can't tell either way. So you could tell me it's, you know, a donut and I'll say, yeah, if you give me enough evidence, sure. Okay. I think it could be a donut. I think it's a penis. I think we're yeah, gonna... there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and we get shot out of it back into the ether. <laughs> yeah, man, who knows? And like I said, man, I don't know if that really matters. You know, I, um, one, one lady that I had, uh, we did a little Patreon discussion the other day on, on, um, for, for my listeners. 
And uh, one lady, she's a more of a Christian. She's kind of a new Christian, and she believes that the earth is flat and that it's like a we're an isolated little kind of like a petri dish almost. And um, the reason why it's significant to her is because if they can get us to believe that we're in this tiny rock just flying millions of miles an hour or whatever in in chaos mode, uh, they can get us to believe anything. Um, so you know, there's there's some validity to that, and maybe well, and we're fragile, right, page. Ryan? If we're if we're doing all that right we're one rock strike away from being obliterated right and we need them to protect us whereas if we're in this you know bubbled in domed area that's flat that you know there's really no such thing as meteors or you know whatever they're just energy charges then yeah we really don't have that much to fear and we don't maybe we don't need all that government defense budget and all that NASA bullshit. And, you know, I mean, it, the list goes on and on all the laundering schemes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, there is something to this uh, to tie in with all that. The uh, simulation 616 that I mentioned, the uh, World Economic Forum simulation of the Antichrist return. I don't know if you heard what? that, Matt. I did. <laughs> I, I ordered tickets last week, so I'm going to have a front row seat. Well, I think they already did it, didn't they? Oh, I missed it. Damn. They, said missed that it. they robbed me, too, because I bought those tickets, man. That's, Shit, that's like the Illuminati ball that we were supposed to get invited to. Have you got yeah, an email? I never, I never got a, a, a reply email. I checked my junk mail for like a month. And those bastards <laughs> never even <laughs> responded to us. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm trying to look up these quotes of this because... You know, they they supposedly like they're really pushing this atheism and this paganism. And, you know, I I know that a lot of good people out there are like Hindu and, and Buddhist and um, spiritual and all this stuff. But I think all of that is a push to get us away from these more um, Abrahamic religions, I guess, or, or whatever, um, because those those religions are really persecuted right now. And I'm not sure why, um, if they don't if they don't actually like feel that there's some validity to them. I think and Ryan, I actually heard- in all honesty, I think it's just another play to divide us. Right. I, I mean, agree, Matt. I agree they, with you. They got us into these groups. Right. And then now they saw that, you know, some of these churches and things, they really did good stuff. And, and, and well, no, let's divide them even further. So let's, mm. let's break them up even more. And And I think that's the whole their whole MO is just to keep dividing, keep divide and conquer, divide and conquer until, Absolutely. you know, you can't agree with any, anyone on anything. Mm. See, for example, in India right now, there have like been fights against the Muslim, the Hindus and Muslims have been fighting a lot and they're bringing up like a religion of tons on the news. And, and when you put these two people next to each other, you know, you take a random Hindu and a random Muslim they have more in common than, with each other than that Muslim does with some other Muslims. You know, I mean, it's just it's so or at least the Muslims that are instructing them to take out their fellow, you know, it's just mm-hmm. so crazy because when it boils down to it, you know, and I, I said this in my last podcast because I, I heard it. I heard a guy talking about it and he's like, I'm sick of the bullshit and division. He goes, I am the majority. He goes, I am a law abiding citizen who works to support my family. I just want to be left alone. And he goes, I, I, I will do 
certain things to contribute to society, but I am the majority. I am not going to be told that I have to, you know, succumb to every minority that, that wants to pop up and say, yeah, you have to listen to me. No, no, we're the that majority. That sounds like me right now. Yeah. That sounds like me right now. I can't get into religion anymore because there's too much all these like fake gurus in Hinduism who bring up the dumbest shit in the world. It's like, yeah, just step back from the religion aspect. I can't, I can't do it. Like, for example, today on the news, they had this, like, they were showing on the news, it's like the shank, which is like a, a stone. And the, the gurus they had talking saying, oh, that's a shank. But if you really look at it, it was just a well with a rock. So everything that they see, any rock they see, they like consider, oh, it's some sacred, a sacred thing. They said, mm-hmm. no, you guys are idiots. It's like the Virgin Mary stain and uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we can turn this into money somehow. But no, that's that's their goal. It's money to make money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And that's what when you when you go back, I mean, you start seeing it now. We start seeing some of the pictures of these old statues, so to speak, that you see them lowering the face of it down with a crane. That it's it's a modern thing that they're trying to sell us. You know, like the whole dinosaur bones bullshit. Like you, there's no intact dinosaur skeleton, but the Smithsonian will show you tons of fake ones. So it's like, how much of this stuff in these museums is real, and how much have they just perpetuated a story? And and this is a little, you know, tangible object to go with it. I always thought about that. You know, the craziest Smithsonian Museum that I went to, at least, was, and this was a while ago, but the Smithsonian Art Museum is insane, man. They have, like, medieval paintings and, like, the whole medieval thing where it's all about, like, religion and stuff. It's insane. I mean, there's, like... You know what's crazy, really, Ryan? Is that they what? can charge you money for shit that they've blatantly just stolen from other places. You know? They just yeah, blatantly yeah. profit on... We just go into other countries. We rape and pillage. This is the loot that we've taken. Now we're going to charge you to come look at it and touch it. Well, on the bright side, all that money goes to Ukraine. So just feel good about that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but yeah, dude, here's this thing I wanted to show you real quick, Matt. This was the... Uh, and, and everyone here. This is that event 616. War Games coming of the Antichrist. And it's really interesting that Again, these are these are mostly atheists and these are people that that say Christians are bad. But just in case, let's prepare for the Antichrist to come. What is this from, Ryan? This is from the other day, May 27th, 2022. This is the most recent uh, meeting that they just had in Davos, uh, World Economic Forum. And (laughs) look, basically, everybody (laughs) dies. We ran the simulation multiple times and changed a large number of variables each time just to be sure. Whatever, uh, whatever way we played it, the coming of the Antichrist resulted in mass death on a global scale. We're talking billions. We couldn't be happier. <laughs> what? We believe the coming of the Antichrist could be the final solution to the issue of the overpopulation, which is killing our planet via excess carbon pollution and overuse of dwindling Is this quote resources. from Satan himself? I believe it's from uh, your boy right here. Get out. There's no way he said this. This has got to be from the devil himself. This is insanity. Well, I mean, it's it's very interesting. And th- this isn't the only article on it. There's a lot of other articles here. Holy um, shit. Yeah, and this is just on Bing. So it's not you don't even have to go too far down like the, the internet rabbit hole. Like that that one I found on DuckDuckGo. But there's, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty. This was the first one here. That's the one that, that we were looking at. But there's a lot, man. And it, it is just an interesting little idea that they would be... Um, 
looks like a lot of the articles are just the same. Oh, I like these kinds of pictures, though. <laughs> Jesuit. <laughs> yeah, man. So. So uh, everybody dies and they're they're really happy about it because that'll be good for global warming. Is that is that what I'm understanding? That's yeah, man. That, that's supposedly the uh, the status quo. I mean, you can hear these people say some wild things. You know, this the one guy was talking about on some lady's Twitter. I forget who it was, but he was saying flat out because they're in an echo chamber there and they don't care if the losers like us, which they they look at us like that. They look at us like our lives are are no better than rats. Uh, Yuval Harari calls us rats, and uh, they there's the guy saying he's a CEO of Pfizer, I believe. And he was going, you know, we have this ingestible pill with a microscopic um, nanobot. And he says straight out, imagine the compliance of people that take this this pill. And once that hits their stomach acid and the nanobot sends a signal back to Pfizer and lets them know, hey, this person took this pill. It's in the database. Imagine the compliance, he says. It's like, man, like, how, how do you say that? So, like, that's why I don't think this is much of a stretch when they say we couldn't be happier that everyone died. They say wild shit there. Dude, that's insanity. These people are fucking yeah, psychopaths. Now, to counter that, Ryan, did you guys see this one? This this was very, I thought this was funny. In, uh, all right, let's see. In 2200, prominent Spanish personalities are being investigated for faking their COVID vaccinations. And guess who's doing it? Bill Gates. Celebrities and famous people in Spain are allegedly oh, heard about faked and lied about getting their COVID vaccination with forged certificates reportedly purchased from a nurse. And uh, so the best is uh, the latest to be charged is president of Pharmamar, Jose Maria Fernandez Sousa Faro. The largest, mm. one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in Spain. So he and he, guess what his company works on? They research drugs for COVID nineteen, and he wouldn't take the vaccination. So it's it's yeah. just hilarious. It's again, it's these rich people just surpassing the system. And guess what, guys? Good news. They arrested the nurse. She's behind bars for good. Oh, thank God. Vaccination <laughs> cards. I mean, Damn her. Uh, it's 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 hilarious, you know. Like the, the, these are the same people. I bet you some of these people were paid by the Spanish government to push this thing, and then they, they you know, claim they got it, but paid took that money and paid some nurse to give them a fake card. Didn't you find it interesting? There was that company called La Quinta Columna in Spain, and that literally translates. So what La Quinta Columna was talking about, they were saying that. Um, there was uh, proof of nanobots in the vaccine, right? So that's something that sounds like, oh, you're you're validating the conspiracy people right here. But La Quinta Columna translates to the fifth column, and there's a whole philosophy about like taking over empires with the four columns of uh, you know, a, a, an invading army of four columns coming in, and the fifth column is already within the population that they're trying to attack. So it's like, hey, it's not the fifth column. It's La Quinta Columna, dude. So they're not lying. This is on the up and up. It's so crazy, man. But it, I don't know. It, it, it flies over a lot of people's heads, I guess. I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a lot of batshit fucking 
crazy people in this conspiracy community because some of the conclusions that they draw and the connections they're able to make are like wild not not saying that one was but i that just I was spurred gonna say, on. Geez, thanks. no 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 <laughs> that one just spurred on like because i've heard i've been getting a, a lot of weird fucking dms late like in the last week with like these sending me these crazy youtube videos you know like shit that i would never even look at um but and it's like it's like why why am i getting this shit and then i'm I'm looking at it i'm like how did these people even think of this stuff like these are just wild ass theories and talking about you know interplanetary travel and shit like that and all sorts of just crazy shit that i'm like dude who has time for that i i i, I don't yeah, I guess that's why this whole conspiracy community is so cool, man. I because I do like some of that stuff, but sometimes people send me stuff and I'm like, I'm not gonna look into that. You know, like someone else will will look into it and and I like focusing on the things that I think are really valid, you know what I mean? Just like you do, Matt. You look into history, that's stuff that you find very interesting. I say this all the time, you know what I mean? Um, different people kind of specialize in different things, and I think that's kind of how it should be, dude. There's nothing that's like a big turnoff to me when I'm like meeting someone to talk to them. And they just believe in every single conspiracy, like Bigfoot is super real and they got proof and then aliens are real, but there's no space. You know, it's like, dude, it's, it's just insane. So it's fun. And I like those people, but it's just like, oh, come on, man. You're, you're just crazy. But you know, well, that's like the like people, that. that's like the people in the comments that are like, oh, you're fucking retarded. It's this way. You know, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how do you know that? How do you know this for a fact? You know, can you please show me the evidence? Because I don't see I've never seen anything about it, but you apparently know it for fact. So spread the wealth, man. Come on. Yeah. And anytime I try and have fun, dude, I get lit up like talking about the Bill Hicks and uh, Alex Jones thing. I had like eight people that were like, you idiot. What does this even matter? I'm like, dude. I can't look into government pedophilia 24 seven. Otherwise I'll go crazy. Let me have some fun here too. So I don't know, man, it's, it's crazy. You're damned if you do. And you're damned if you don't in this, uh, in this thing, but I love it, man. It's fun. Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. They look exactly like. <laughs> right? Now, how, how many people do you think are that? How many people do you think we know died? You know, we know of one person that died and then they came back as another persona. Trump is supposedly Elvis. That's that's the latest. Trump is Elvis. Yeah, Trump is Elvis now. Holy shit! No wonder the Q people went batshit crazy because he's the king. That's why (laughs) he is the king. I'm I'm gonna see if I can find it because I somebody sent it to me the other day. They're like, "Look at this," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Yo, here, okay, great. Let's restore this." All right, I found it. And these people, this is what, and this is what I'm talking about, though. That how do people like even think of this shit, let alone make the connection? And then, okay, where is he? There he is. All right, let's share this. Where are the photos? There we go. All right. Oh my god! No. Absolutely not. <laughs> they they just put like half a picture with half a picture. And exactly. Like, See? What yes. is the, See? It, it doesn't add up. None of it matches. Like not, I'm like, this is hilarious. But like, you really took the time to do this. Like, come on. Oh. 
Well, you know, they, they had to do something when JFK Jr. didn't show up to save us all. So <laughs> there were there were still people in November of this year waiting in Dealey Plaza for him to make his appearance. Because I, I watched uh, Alex Stein was actually down there like interviewing people. <laughs> And it was hilarious. He's live in there and he's like interviewing, you think JFK? And then you get the Q guys who are there. They're like, yeah, he's going to be here. He's, he's going to be here. You wait. He's going to save us all. It's happening. The white hats are in control. And he's like, oh my God, this is insanity. I, I wonder if sometimes the fans of certain conspiracies are paid opposition as well as the, the person who is doing the opposition, you know, as part of the conspiracy. Cause there's, I let's admit there's in our community there's probably people out there that are you know just they're counter opposition just to be counter opposition or they're paid to do it or maybe they're not paid directly but they're influenced by people who are paid to influence them and so i feel like that's the case with some of these fans especially with the q thing because q like never dies that it just transforms into another conspiracy into something else and now it's now it's like going on tour with mike flynn and and (laughs) all these other people around the country and they're selling tickets they're selling out in more than one way coming to a theater near you you know these guys and it's it's comical like people and people eat that shit up too like the lynn woods and the the what was the other the woman's name there that was going to save us all yeah there you go yeah there you go i like mike lindell a lot he's so funny oh the my My pillow Pillow. guy my pillow yeah he's so awesome dude (sighs) he's great but that's what we fall for that's the distractions (laughs) and shit that that's the 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 things that they throw at us you know that's the sparkling lights that they weave in front of us to distract us from the bullshit that they're doing and we we actually like these people, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. He sells pillows, you know, he's yeah. going against he's going to he's going to break the voter fraud case. Like, come on, he's a fucking pillow salesman. Come on, he he's going to he's going to crack Watergate next. You know, I mean, what's going on here? He's a former crack addict and a yeah. pillow salesman. these guys all are. It's like Jordan Peterson, you know. Yeah. Make your bed. Yeah. Have you seen uh, have you seen the. um uh what is that show our i think it's called our cartoon president or something like that maybe let me see what it's called it's so funny dude it was making fun of the the whole trump administration and it's an animated series but they make fun of everyone and just the drawings of these people are so good and uh they have michael i think so Amid. let I, me see i saw it but i didn't i didn't care to watch it i was like i don't really care to see Trump's face and any uh, politicians i have no interest it's so funny starts though. taking target practice on the television screen as he sees their faces yeah <laughs> no like they just the, just the way that they draw them up is really good and i don't know it, it, it was funny because they have mike lindell in there and, and uh they're like you know because they make mike lindell look like this super relatable dude in the media and he's like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a relatable guy. I'm a, uh, what does he say? He's like, I'm an ex-crack addict billionaire businessman. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, dude, no one can relate to that shit at all. So it's yeah. just kind of funny. Under Biden yeah. can definitely relate to that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, yeah, Biden's yeah, a devout that. Catholic and his son's a devout crystal Methodist. You crystal know. Methodist? <laughs> I had never heard that one before. Okay, so look, so these are some of like just that you get an idea of the animation. Oh, my God. Again, people had the time to make this and people are watching this shit. 
Well, Stephen Colbert, I think, is the executive producer. Of course he is. Look at Fauci. Yeah. He looks like a little elf. That's hilarious. Eric Trump looks really good. That's Eric Trump. Eric Trump's like secretly gay, he looks like in this. Yeah. I don't know. They got Don Jr. I mean, just the, the way that they draw them is actually, it's just funny. <laughs> like Pelosi, like they nail her voice. Biden's always saying like stupid racist and like just cringy stuff. <laughs> and uh, Giuliani What's this has show this called list. Ryan. Our cartoon president. Our cartoon president. Huh? Yeah, dude. Let me see. That's a, dead, that's a dead on Giuliani. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, all of them are dead on, dude. It's it's funny. Like uh, Bernie right here and uh, freaking uh, Bernie is like half on. chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> and Bernie. Bernie is like losing his mind the whole time. Um, there's uh, that guy with the walrus mustache. What's his name? Bolton. Yep. John Bolton. Yeah, dude. It's just funny, man. It was something I, I thought it was going to suck because I was like, oh, they're just going to look at Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is be- <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a vampire. Like like yeah. Dracula. Well, yeah, dude. So yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, it might, it might piss you off a little bit, but it's funny. Go to that group shot up there, Ryan. This one? No, up on up two rows on the right. Up two rows on right the above right. Biden and Pelosi. Um, what are you seeing here? Um, Biden and Pelosi. Oh, uh, you went too far, right there. Yeah, over to the right, to the right, to the right, other right, to the right. Biden and Pelosi. Uh, and oh, sorry. No, oh, right okay. Yeah, sorry. I have my my own screen is blocking that right there. So yeah, right here. The one right above that. Yeah. Right yeah. Look oh at my Fauci God. sitting McConnell on the corner of the desk. There's McConnell. And Mitch. Oh my God. Schumer. Pelosi. Oh, look at these scumbags. Yeah, it's funny, dude. It's actually really Who's, good. Oh, uh, the with the big head on the right. Who's that guy? Him? I forget. He was, uh, I think, his lawyer or something. I forget who that was. But and it's just funny because Melania, like every day when Trump wakes up, Melania has to give him like ten different insults in order to get him motivated to get out of the door. And then um, this black dude, I forget, Ben Carson. There's one part where he's just rambling on about something, and and Trump out loud in the middle of the meeting is just like, Jesus Christ, let's move on. It's just funny, dude. It's just. <laughs> At a cartoonish level, just all of these people just being really, really goofy. And I mean, it's it's like a, a caricature of, of what the whole thing was. I'm trying to find. Oh, there's Mnuchin. See him. That's uh, Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. <laughs> I was going to say, is that Ben Shapiro? That looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, they, they nailed all of these people. Oh, he's got no chin. That's Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. Uh, what's that? Hannity. Alex Jones. Oh jeez, it's good, dude. You'd you'd like it, Matt, for sure. I'm surprised you don't like it, Matt. I I don't have I don't really care that much to watch. I'm not really yeah. into politics anymore. I don't like any of these people. Once you know the truth behind all of them, you're like, you might just back away and watch the shit show happening. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, no, I I I don't know. It's kind of a funny thing to make fun of them, I guess. But I'm with you. I enjoy when you know these politicians and celebrities get made fun of i think it's hilarious and i would love to watch them watch this and have to see what people think about them yeah yeah dude it's it's good man and just the way that they imitate them i'm actually gonna watch it after we're done here because it's fucking funny but yeah dude it's it's you know something different 
there's like no good shows on TV, man. So when they do something that's at least somewhat entertaining, I'm like blown away. Conspiracy Kyle's pumped. The new Obi-Wan series just started. So. Oh, that's true. Is that any yeah. good? Do you guys watch that show? I watched it. Yeah. I'm not a big star. Like I'm not like smart into Star Wars. So every show is like brand new to me. So I, I don't know. I find it interesting. This is like Luke and Leia are like little kids. They're like eight year olds, nine year olds. And that's all I've gotten out of it so far, really. And there's this black chick with crazy superpower, like force powers, like Jedi. I'm gonna say something else. Shit. And she. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're gonna say something else there. <laughs> <laughs> no, crazy, she does easy, crazy eyes. Yeah, she works, just like something funny. She does some. Uh, she she wreaks some havoc, man. It's it's interesting. It's not the Star Wars that I knew and loved. That's for sure. Yeah, I do those old ones, man. We still hold up. They still hold up. Absolutely. So what are you guys? <laughs> what do you guys get into? Uh, buffalo and legs over there. What what kind of stuff do you guys talk about? Chickens. A lot of chickens. I mean, I don't know if you can hear, but in the background in our den, there's chickens. And um, so we talked about a lot of chickens, homesteading, spirituality, mostly that kind of stuff. We, we really totally drop most TV. I think we, we started rewatching like old TV shows. Like the last one we did was uh, Sons of Anarchy. You ever watched Sons of Anarchy? Oh, yeah. Um, we, we rewatched that and that's that's pretty much it. Like we're not, we're too busy doing shit outside to really watch stuff yeah. inside the house for the most part. Yeah, just well, a little bit of everything, honestly. Um, there really isn't a set topic. We just, we talk to people that, we want to talk to and we find interesting and uh just hope to learn new things with every conversation yeah focus on we like to focus on like sovereignty and and keeping yourself independent of everything so if you control where your food comes from grow your own food you don't really have to do any of the shit they tell you they want you to do so eventually you know maybe we get to the point where we're off off in the i don't know in the woods somewhere like freaking kaczynski and we're not eating any of their food and we're just growing our own shit and we refuse to pay taxes come and get us see what happens <laughs> yeah are you concerned about that uh, like uh, any of the um because everyone says it's a very easy answer to say that like no i'm not worried if they were to come after me the irs or uh you know the the whole idea where the freaking in in, in the uk they're coming after people that have chickens and they're saying that they have bird flu and then they're killing them right are you concerned at all about that? Or like, do you have some sort of idea of how you go about that? I mean, I know when we lived in California, they would do that. They would like come for your chickens. And they would actually call them right there. You, they would give you no choice because they'd come with police officers. And where we live now in Idaho, it's so remote and country that everyone around us has chickens. They would, they would literally probably have to bring in the National Guard to get everybody to let you call their chickens. They might. They yeah, might. I mean, <laughs> I have a lot of guns. You have a lot of guns. Our neighbors all have tons of guns. We go shooting all the time. There's every once in a while you'll you'll hear somebody shooting on their yard because they're they're trying to get rid of a pest or something. I mean, good luck. That's not going to happen up here. <laughs> what what state did you say you're in? I don't know. I don't want to give away your location, so to speak. But we're we're in Idaho. Idaho. Okay. Not bad for for that kind of stuff, right? I mean, there's that in Montana. There's a few yeah. states that are still pretty darn good because Arizona's turning commie real fast, man. It seems, and that's where I'm at. So really, 
Mm-hmm. It is. And I'm in a rural area. We actually just uh, I saw two snakes the other day, rattlesnakes that I was trying to kill, but I was inside and I had to run around to try and get them. But yeah, like I live in a rural area. It's pretty red out here. Um, but yeah, like we just lost uh, our, our conservative sheriff and our conservative gov- or, uh, mayor and our, our mayor is like a, a, a leftist, hard, hard leftist, took taxpayer money and built a BLM monument. People were pissed about that, you know what I mean? Because it's a college town, you know. So there's it's it's a real toss up. But like I'm out in the in the world, in the real world, and these kids are in their colleges, you know what I mean? And and I see how people operate. People aren't happy about this shit, you know. These these college kids are okay with gas prices being high because it makes them feel good, and they can all you know pump each other's egos up. Like yeah, well we're not we're not hurting the people. Sometimes you have to pay a little extra to not hurt people and. They're the same type of people that'll take pepperoni pizza off of a, you know, pepperoni pizza so that they feel like they're not killing animals. Like, hey, dude, that that fucking pig's already dead. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not you. You're just wasting it at that point. So I don't know. I, I miss a lot of that logic. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I want to understand them better. You know what I mean? It's instead of just fight with them. I don't think you're missing that logic. I just don't think they have logic. I think that's the point. I know because I used to be really stupid when I was that age and I believe a lot of that stupid shit too. And then I woke up to the world, yeah. had to pay taxes and I realized, oh my God, yeah. there's a whole fucking world out there and I wasn't even in it. And now I'm in it and it sucks. <laughs> don't you think that it seems like some of those those people are getting older though and then they're staying like that? I mean, my cousin that was an old co-host of the show, very, very liberal, extremely left. I'm sure that he doesn't have a problem with gas. I'm sure he's one of the 15% in the country, literal 15%, I checked, that approve of Biden. You know what I mean? Um, and he's a, he's a somewhat successful dude. I mean, he makes it probably about as much as I do, but he's going back to school to get his master's and he's going to end up becoming a, a wealthy dude, I'm sure. Um, I just don't see it. I don't I don't understand how people say like, And we grew up essentially together. You know what I mean? Um so I don't I don't know. Um, there's definitely people like that out there that aren't just crazy assholes. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I want to understand that more because it's easy for me to say, just like you, Buffalo, just be like, yeah, they're, they're just fucking crazy. There's no logic there. But there is. It's just so much different. It's driven by emotion, I think. Yeah, emotion I rather than say. the mental you know, capacity. It's, yeah. They lack mental capacity. It's all heart, no, no balls, basically. <laughs> No balls and no brain, huh? And there's really not a lot of substance to it either. I mean, you look at it, it's so superficial. Um, You know, it's like the whole, I laugh around me. I mean, I think you could count the number of black people with one hand, but yet on the street corner every week are these elderly boomers out there with their Black Lives Matter sign and, and white supremacy signs. And it's like, well, then why don't you invite them into your house and why don't you know why don't you have black people that are there with you that are actually you know but you would you would do that and they'd be like no 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 like these are the most hypocritical people ever they're they're just gaslighters you know like they would they they probably don't even know any black people that's the craziest part but every white person is a white supremacist in their mind because they've been fed by the machine and they've been indoctrinated so much that right now the thing is is we are team ukraine and we hate white people you know go figure well now we're team uh get the guns away you know what i mean that's well, what's whole... what's ironic about that ryan is they want to take away the guns but we just gave 40 billion to to ukraine so they can just throw guns wherever in that country 
You know, well, you so see, they, for they gun need control them to fight Putin. Putin. They What's need that? him to fight Putin. You're missing yeah. the point there. Yeah. They need him to fight, fight the devil, uh, which they don't believe in. So, you know, I, I don't know. You're right. Maybe I am just trying to fucking understand this. But, you know, I, I just I, I try to really give the benefit of doubt to this. And I'm not like the most uh, like I'm not a spiritual dude necessarily. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I, but I think understanding, I think, is the first step because it's very easy to write these people off. And then uh, I think that's kind of what's what's also wanted. Right. And believe it or not, we're heading into martial law very quickly with this whole idea of uh the right hates the left, the left hates the right. I know you guys probably consider yourselves to be in the middle, um, but I think a lot of people do. You know what I mean? I consider myself to be in the middle, but you talk to a leftist, they're going to think I'm a, a Bible thumping, uh, you know, right conservative. You know, I hate, I hate women and all this shit. They're going to think all that stuff just because I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not a feminist. I think that that's crazy to be a third wave feminist. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that I want women working in the in the home, but that feminism shit's gotten crazy too. You know what I mean? So it just, everything's gotten nuts, man. Um, it's about perspective, I guess. Yeah. No, I think that's true. They, they've effectively taught or brainwashed women into thinking that you're free when you work for a slave corporation, mm -hmm. but you're not free when you work for your own family and feed them and clothe mm -hmm. them and nurture them. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Those kids, dude. Like what? I think that there was a big downfall in our country when the women were teaching the kids how to kind of, you know, obviously the kids are going to school, but then the kids come home and they're spending a lot of time with their mothers. And I think that they're learning how to be a stand up person like that. Yeah, that you know was our I mean? generation. That was like my generation. We were the latchkey yeah. kids, you know, like they would tell you what to do and they would just let you come home from school. And when they got home from work, OK, dinner be ready or whatever. But from the time you got home from school till they got home, it was, you know, survival of the fittest at that point. Mm hmm. Yeah, man. Your dad teaches you how to like, you know, do do uh, how to be a man, so to speak. Right. And then your mom kind of teaches you. And I understand there's broken homes and moms really sometimes raise up and and do a really good job like by themselves. But, you know, I think that it's real important, man, when, whenever people can have like their mom and their dad, the dad teach them how to be a man, the mom teach them how to have that soft side and, and you know, try to, you know, like a Buckley dude, you know, talking about crying's fucking God, you know, he's yelling at you about that. And, um, you know, there is something to that. Right. But not, I, I was totally with you on that, on that little, uh, skirmish that you guys had just because dude, you can't cry when you strike out. You know what I mean? That's, that's one thing. And I don't know, I'm probably rambling about this, but I just see that it's totally necessary to have both of those people kind of guiding you through your life, I guess. Well, and that's why they're trying to break up the nuclear family, right? When you don't have that balance, that's even one more way for them to take you away. I just did uh, uh, like a two-part uh, series with uh, Brandon from Expanding Realities and then uh, Dave Zed from Generation Zed. On, and we started in like Starforts, but it went all over the place. It went into auras and magnetic fields and time you know teleportation and all, all sorts of stuff um but what we were talking about there was a lot of this same stuff about how it's so crazy that it could just be reset again you know and we could have to start over from scratch and just figure it out and and that all this knowledge is already here like they talk about um oh shit what's the book called um the akashic records where 
you know, that's the book supposedly of everything where everything's already taken place and whatever happen is happening now has already happened before. Um, mm. and, and you start getting into that level of things and it, it gets, it gets wild <laughs> real quick. That's interesting, dude. With all the history that you look into, Matt, did you ever uh, look into the idea that the Nazis were helped by the Muslim Brotherhood in a big way to exterminate the Christians before they started going after the Jews? Uh, I've heard of that, but it, I don't know how much there would be to that because I don't see why they would want to get rid of the Christians, you know, from, from Hitler's perspective, because that's his people. Well, he was the pagan. What's that? He was a pagan, right? Yes, yeah. but but the his loyalists were basically the wasps, right? I mean, f- for the most part, they he had a lot of nobility on his side as well. That's what the Jesuits tell you, right? The Jesuits were created really to help with uh, with the Muslim Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, I mean, the, and the that's Catholics why, and that's why I. I I can see it, but I don't see why they would get rid of the Catholic. I could see them working with the Muslim Brotherhood without a doubt because they were in and they were in Africa a lot as well in World War II, you know, so they were in a lot of Muslim nations. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when the Muslim Brotherhood started. The uh, Jesuits have been around for a long, long time, but um, the Muslim Brotherhood, I think. That's probably sound right that they. That sounds like this something that would have came out of like the six, 50s or 60s post World War II. I don't think that would have been pre World War II. But I, could I was going to say this is. I was going to say does this sound right in the 1850s, something like that? That's, that's what I was possible. Thinking. Oh yeah, I, I mean that's when they reset everything, so anything's possible from 1850 on. You 1928. Know? It's like they started. 1928. 1928. That's what okay, I so that's pre World War II. Yeah, that's right before Hitler came to power. Right after World War One, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, about a decade. Yeah. Okay. So sixty years off. That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it is interesting just to think about how how all this shit starts, because I know that Obama has a serious connection. His father was very connected with the Muslim Brotherhood, the founder of it. His dad was was pretty tied in with that founder. Um, but yeah, man, that history stuff is really interesting. I'll actually send you an episode, Matt, um, from another show that uh, they talk about that. And the okay. guy lays out a pretty good case because I'm real interested in that whole islam and the muslim stuff just to see because i think they had a lot of freaking power man i think they had a ton of power oh yeah not just the moors but you know oh no you you think you think about that and that's what they're saying that's what why they say the dark ages you know were created is is called the dark ages because that was part of where the caliphate was running things and uh and so for the from the christian perspective it was the dark ages because the the yeah 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 Islam had had surpassed them in so many aspects, you know, science, medicine, all this stuff. They they were so far ahead um, and advanced. And even even construction at that time, you're starting to see that that some of the structures that they built were just unreal. You're talking about like the 1600s, like what they call the Great Awakening, but it was a dark time for Christians. Or are you talking before this or after? Well, the the original Dark Ages are from like 600 to 900. Okay. So, and then, and then you get into, well, then it, you know, recycles and then you get into like 1600 to the 1900s, which some would say is the last reset period, you know, somewhere in there. Mm. 
It's interesting, man. Because, yeah, I was looking into the Rosicrucians a lot, too. And then there's a couple Jewish mysticism books um, that tie kind of into the Kabbalah. It was something in this Freemason packet where they were saying that um, I think it was Albert Pike was saying you don't need to pay attention to the book of Revelations because there's these two other books that are Jewish mystic books that basically put that whole Revelation book null and void. And uh, I don't know. It's a weird fucking like maze that they create to to arrive to their logic. But yeah, man, that stuff is is starting to kind of interest me a little bit more. You know what I mean? The The history and shit like that. Yeah, see, that's why I'm into the history, because I can't keep up with the politics today. It's too, like, ping pong or, uh, you know, it's just, it's all over the place. And they just keep bouncing you from one side to the other, to this place, that place, that story, this story, that story, you know, care here, care there. I can't do it. So I'm going back in history. And when you go back in history, what you start seeing, they were doing the same shit back then. You know, they were doing the same tactics with so much going on, so many distractions going on at once so that the people could never just settle in and live that, you know, and, and what are we taught in history? It's always the wars, right? We're never taught a lot of the good stuff. We're always hammered in the wars that these people in that it makes it seem like humans are just in this constant state of war, which by nature, I don't think that's the way we are. Oh, yeah. Without the freaking elites coaching us in and doing that, we wouldn't be doing that at all. Yeah. yeah. No. War's too expensive. It loses too many lives. People yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah, very true, man. Had you guys heard of the, the Sohar or the Zohar, depending on how it's pronounced in the Seph? The, the Zohar. Is that it? Yeah. The Zohar and then the uh, Sephir Yetzira. I haven't heard of that one. No. So it's a, it's another one of those Jewish mystic books, but yeah, the Zo- Zohar is uh you say Zohar, that's it, Zohar, Zohar? yeah, Zohar, okay, yeah, I don't know, it's supposedly they're like Kabbalah adjacent, both of these books are, so it's hmm. you know, it's weird, dude. And they were saying Albert Pike was saying in this that um, all three of these books, including Revelation, are identically inspired, and since the last two, those two that I just mentioned, are non-Christian faiths. Pike says that um, the contents of Revelation are no big deal, right? The the end times and all this shit are no big deal. Um, therefore, it's no big deal that the book of Revelation denigrates the work of Satan. So he's kind of, this is when he starts like trying, like, like I said, from one to 18, they're telling the Masons, you know, we worship God and, and we worship light and we worship good. And then when you get to 19, for whatever reason, which seems significant, you get these 19 kids that died, 19 hijackers on 9-11, COVID-19. You know what I mean? They throw that number out there a lot. And um, I don't know, man. It was just an interesting thing. But um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure this shit out. It's just it's a deep topic. And the Masons are kind of like that uh, scapegoat, it seems like, for a lot of these things. But I want to kind of find out why they use them for that. Yeah, there's a lot of those, man. There's a lot of those groups that they they put out there. And I, I read something today that supposedly the Knights Templar now are were are like a beneficial group to society as opposed to leading into becoming the Freemasons. I don't know. It depends on which angle you look at things. Mm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There was there was one thing too that was interesting. Um and jump in any anyone else too i i don't want to feel like i'm stealing anything here but like the 
the idea of like there's two wings of the same bird right and left bird um the real saying is it's two heads of the same eagle right you have that double-headed eagle that the nazis use the masons use it and they say that deus may mq use right which is like god and our right but supposedly their god is our is is what like what we think of as satan so you know I don't know. It, it's complicated, dude. I'm trying to kind of well, hash that, out like right And here. that whole double-headed thing, Ryan, goes back to Janus, too. Because if you've ever seen the statue of Janus, it's two heads back-to-back facing in the opposite directions. It's the it's the the now and the later. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, and that's where the double-headed eagle came from. Yep. Yeah. And that's yeah, just so a lot in Rome, right? That's what the Romans used was the double-headed eagle. It's what the Russians use now. Um <clears throat> So the United States, but we don't use the two headed eagle, but I think that we would if it wasn't so looked down upon, you know what so I mean? Obvious. It's clearly yeah. a Masonic thing, you know what I mean? And they use that a lot. They use a thousand points of light with the 33 above it. So I don't know, dude, it's just, it's so confusing, man. But that's the kind of stuff that I think is um, at least somewhat relevant to like these false flags and just everything that we're going through. Could be. Yeah. All this we stuff. actually... We use the eagle with thirty-three feathers, though, right? It, yes. I mean, on our on our money, isn't it thirty-three feathers? Mm. Perfectly. Okay. So it's it might not have the head, but it's still there. It's still yeah. the same symbol as. Yeah. Hmm. Have you seen that thing too, where you take the seal of the United States and you draw a star of David over it? It says Mason. Mason. Yeah. Mason. That's <laughs> kind that of cool, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Or the little owl that's hidden in the corner. Yep. Is that an owl or is it a spider? It looks like an owl to me. It's an owl in the upper right hand corner. Maybe that's why I see an owl. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's just, there's a lot of symbolism with this stuff. And then I was looking into this one where it was um, Adam and Eve is like the star of man. And then you have Samael and Lilith as the satanic version of Adam and Eve. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, Lilith well, Lilith is, is you know. Lilith is Adam's first wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with the the idea that Samael was supposedly the serpent in the Garden of Eden. So Samael steals Lilith away from Adam, mm-hmm. and Lilith, you know, then then becomes like this evil uh, version of Eve. Which, I mean, who knows? You know, this it seems kind of like mythology when you start talking about these kinds of things, but. Um, yeah, it was an interesting little symbol. I'll see and that always reminds it. me of the Lilith Fair back in the uh, 90s. That was that big women's lib like rock fest. It was oh, like nice. the, all the lesbian artists would be Basically, like, together. Yeah. Right? yeah, it was like M- Melissa Etheridge. and yeah. yeah <laughs> That's where Anne Heche and Ellen DeGeneres met. <laughs> oh, boy. Gross. Speaking speaking of music, have you guys, I don't know about you, but I I had this happen recently where I heard a song I hadn't heard in a while. And all of a sudden I had an instant like flashback. And I was like back where I would listen to this song a lot. It was this song. I don't remember exactly what song it was, but it took me back to my, like my childhood bedroom, like at my desk where I'd listen to music. Like it was so weird. That's cool. You don't remember the song? No, I don't offhand. Because it happens yeah. all the time with certain songs. Like there's certain songs that trigger certain memories or certain spots in my head right away. Wow, look at that. 
<laughs> yeah, this was what I was talking about, Matt. They um like so you have Sa Ma L, like Samael, and then Lil Ith. So when I saw that, I, I started really thinking about how all these rappers use Lil Wayne, Lil So and So, Lil Lil Huggies, right? Like all these fake names. So you have Lil. I feel like that's kind of paying homage because you got Baphomet there in the center. All those symbols on the points of the star mean something. I don't know exactly what. I haven't looked into that. But you have basically the good version with man, right? And then you have the, the negative version with the goat. Do Adam's hung like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's hung like a Greek statue, dude. <laughs> Jesus, but, man. Give the guy some credit here. He's supposed to be the, the progeny of life here. Started humanity with that thing. Jesus. Every, every place that that star touches is a place where Christ was was uh, hurt, right? So each yes. point of the hand, the feet the head with the crown of thorns and then across his, his uh, chest where the spear hit. Yeah. So, wow. That's kind of, kind of interesting in there. That's a good, yeah, that's a good uh, observation for sure, dude. Yeah, man. It's just interesting. It just shows you how these evil fucks, they just take whatever's good. And I'm sure that it's the same people making this good symbol as the bad symbol, but they take what's good and then they flip it around, you know? So I'm sure even when you're using this positive, more positive stuff, you're kind of evoking that negative shit too, you'd think, you know, without even really trying. So it's probably best to stay away from all of it unless you fully understand it. But oh, for sure. And that's yeah, why I, 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 the more I, I had never thought about it before, my buddy Emmanuel Kingman, who does the Godcast, always talks about the millennial reign of Christ, which is like this thousand year reign of Christ. And then and and that's where lucifer's away and then lucifer's let loose again and uh for for 250 years you're just living in it's going to be chaos you know so it, it, and and they start pointing to different uh aspects of time where you see things that are you know biblical so to speak that are happening you know like you look in the 1800s all these crazy you know natural disasters catastrophic events that took place um that we look at it now and you're like well you know things have are certainly at a not a uh, high point in in human civilization right now i mean we are we are one step away from just really fucking this place up bad um <laughs> but at at the same time we're a couple steps away from turning it totally around and bringing it back in the right direction and it's like you know that's how that's that's where we are right now i almost feel we're on that teetering point where you know we we sway back and forth depending and it's almost like a pendulum and eventually it's got to sway one way and stick there for a little bit because I, I feel like we're in a middle ground right now where you see peaks of things getting better and then all of a sudden reality comes back and biden hits you with five dollars a gallon gas you know mm. I did that, right? All those little stickers. Yeah. I, I did that sticker. I love those, dude. I, I love those. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I don't know, dude. I think that it will be. I, like I've said, we said last time, man, I think that it's going to get real rough, you know? And I felt like I was kind of getting, like, sad on air, you know? Like, when we're talking, I was like, dude, you know, I I, I do cherish these moments. Like, that was a, a sincere thing. Like, these talks, like, talking with, uh, with you know, somewhat like-minded people i know that none of us agree on everything i don't think any two people should agree on every single thing that's just psycho shit but and cult behavior really and then you know but like just talking with people and, and bouncing ideas around and 
you know, whether we're going to change anything or not as a community, I just think it's good to do this stuff. But, dude, I do think it's going to get rough, man. I think it's going to get See, I rough. hate talking about it getting rough because there's been people that have been talking about it getting rough for two decades now. And sure. it, it's gotten worse. But listen, it, it's going to get rough other places before it gets real rough here. You know, unfortunately, it's been rough other places. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But we have it. it from what other people are talking about, it's we haven't seen anything yet, right? I mean, they're they're talking about crazy things. So, um, well, did you catch that simulation too? Speaking of simulations, the the ten year food shortage simulation that the World Economic Forum ran to. Did I tell you about yep. that one? Was that was that six six six? No, uh, <laughs> it, that that would be a good one though. Um, it's a twenty. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it's from 2020. They, the World Economic Forum ran a, a food shortage simulation where from 2020 to 2030, food prices skyrocketed 400 um, percent. And it's interesting because this was before the whole shit. This, I think they ran this back in 2015. I want to say I'll, I'll pull it up. I can't type and talk at the same time here, but um, they they ran the simulation um, and they said Ukraine fell. During this time, this 20 to 2030, 2020 to 2030, um, there was a bunch of unintended consequences. I want to say like some Latin American countries fell. Um, I'll pull it up right now. But yeah, it's very interesting. Seems like a lot of Latin American countries have already kind of fallen. I mean, Venezuela, they're literally like throwing their cash out in the street or using it as toilet paper because it's better function than using it to buy anything. Uh, we're, We're quickly headed that way here i mean if the prices go up quite a bit for everything i mean once gas goes up the goods go up everything goes up and people are living hand to mouth right now already as it is so the only way to solve it is grow your own damn food get some chickens and get off the fucking tv you know that's the thing it's like i uh i was uh listening or watching legit bat uh on rockfin the other day and they and someone mentioned that there were uh you know, lockdowns in Australia again. And somebody in the chat is like, listen, I'm in Australia and there's no lockdowns right now, which is, Mm. you know, but you check our news and yeah, there was mentions of lockdowns and it's like, well, then it makes you think, okay, how much of what we're being told is just something to, to put the idea in our head. Like I, and then all of a sudden I thought of, Oh, well, we've heard about how lockdown Shanghai has been and, you know, China, this and China, that, and, is it all just to get it into our head that that it could happen here? You know, put that state of fear, that thought in your mind, when in reality, it's not even happening over there. You, yeah. you might never know. They might be lying, completely lying, and everything's normal in, in China. Yeah. I don't believe... I've seen those videos they're talking about on Instagram, and I don't think they're, like, actually real. They're, like, I don't know. Something about those videos throws me off a little bit. I don't think they're, like... Mm, real at all like this fake for in some ways yeah yeah it's hard to know what's real man it's very hard to know because they're always throwing this weird shit out but mm-hmm. um this one that we were talking about matt i remember more about it now with the uh it's from cargill.com is the the source that i'm looking at right now but um what stood out to me was that they gathered at the world wildlife funds headquarters um in washington dc And they ran this simulation, like I said, from 2020 to 2030. And the governments of Pakistan and Ukraine fell and famine uh, and refugees crises in Bangladesh, Myanmar, Chad and Sudan 
Um, and then unintended consequences. You had Africa, Brazil, China, the EU, India, and US all kind of forming their own governments, um, kind of banding together. And they make it seem like this is a bad thing for them, but it's just kind of like consolidating all the countries of Africa, consolidating South America because Brazil is like the biggest economy there. Sounds like colonialism all over again. Yeah, China would be Asia, right? I mean, the EU is already a thing. India would obviously probably separate from China because they're they're self-sufficient enough. And then the United States would be probably maybe Mexico. Hard to say where they'd side. Uh, I think Mexico's had enough of our shit. They seem to be kind of doing their own thing, getting more on silver and gold. And potentially the north of Mexico, I heard, might secede from the south of Mexico, like Sonora and all those northern states. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Canada would be on board. I don't know if we want them or not. But, you know, be just kind of interesting to see how that works out. We could take Canada. We just don't want Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, no, the Canadian people are great. You know, um, I'm just saying like, uh, I don't know, you know, it's tough to say, if we, <laughs> you know, I, I heard that it's actually illegal there to have uh, like if you're going to a restaurant, you can't order uh, anything other than a well done burger. But you can see titties in a strip club and vagina and have beers. Uh, you know what I mean? Like because of that. And I think that that goes back. That goes back to the whole. I know. Right. It makes sense. It, I think it goes back to the uh, when they did the mad cow shit. They blamed that on a, on a Calgary food plant. And it like completely screwed over the Canadian economy. Meanwhile, it came out of like Iowa or something. You know what I mean? So it's just like blame the Canadians. And so they don't they don't they can't have like undercooked meat anymore. Hey, but don't don't underestimate the Canadians. Why not? (laughs) Oh, because the last time we tried to invade invade them, they kicked our ass. Really? Oh yeah, they we tried to invade them and not not like full, but we tried to take back some land or take over some land in eighteen in the war eighteen twelve, and they beat the like four or five waves of troops back. So. They're like, hey, bud, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go here. So the whole Mountie, you know, MO, I don't know. I think it, I think it's a little overplayed for our Canadian brethren. The Mounties? Yeah. yeah. You got to like that, though. There's something nice about a cop on a horse that just asks you, suggests what you should do. You know what I mean? I think you should do this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this would be good for you. I think you ought to go home before you have any more Molsons, you know? Isn't that their beer there, Molson? Oh, yeah. Molson. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. Gotta love them. Yeah, man. All right. Well, I think that's a good spot to wrap for the night. Why don't we uh, pass it around? And uh, you can plug your stuff. Let us know. Let the people know where they can find you. And uh, I'm it. We'll start with you, buddy. Oh, hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. Foss Reality Legs in Buffalo. Nice to meet you. My, I'm the host of Amit's Corner, and you can find me on Apple, Spotify, all the platforms, podcast platforms, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amit's Corner. That's A-M-I-T-S underscore corner. Boom. Thank you. Excellent. All your links are in the, in the uh, description, too. So thank you, buddy. Guys, thank, thank you, you so much for joining. Where can people find the false reality check? Oh, and man. how did you come up with that name? That's such a cool name. That was too. her. That was her. I told her it was a pretty <laughs> was awesome only, name. Um, yeah, it was just a, I don't want to say a stoned state, just 
it, <laughs> I was just thinking various. We were trying. We were planning out doing a podcast, and I just threw out a bunch of names, and that one came out, and it kind of felt right. So yeah. it just stuck. Because reality uh, is kind of false to begin with, right? It's yeah. such a great name. Yeah, I, I love it. Honestly, it's it's yeah, one it of my favorite good. names out there. FRC. Awesome. FRC. <laughs> yeah well we you can listen to us wherever podcasts are found yeah. um spotify apple google wherever yeah um falserealitycheck.com um we're going to be launching a platform soon that we're going to be the guinea pigs on and see how it works and maybe bring others on board um so that'll be coming out soon but otherwise we're on instagram and twitter at frc pod and people can always email us but I, what's the email <laughs> Our email is frcpodcast at protonmail.com. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. It was was a pleasure having you guys on. Thanks. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Really appreciate the invite. It was awesome to meet and see, even though we couldn't meet in person, it was still cool to just be in the same area as you on the screen in space. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, really appreciate the invite. Thank you so much. Excellent. Ryan. Yeah, dude, I'm here every week. So, you know, they know where to find me. Um, Yeah. Dangerous world, man. That's it. Appreciate the support. And this is always a fun, fun night. So uh, what about you, Matt? Anything new going on over there? No, but we do have, we have to push the uh, July 4th show. Oh, are we pushing that already? Okay. I'm excited. Well, Andrew wants it out there. So we're going to do a special July 4th Monday night master debaters um so who are these gentlemen real quick because i do want to kind of know more about them oh andrew and sam yeah andrew does andrew uh does the uh, politics and punk rock podcast which is you know he does a lot of stuff you guys do um conspiracies he does politics he does all sorts of stuff and then sam uh does the according to sam uh podcast and he is one of my favorite people that does like uh he really breaks down you know current events and things like that and he did a whole series also on um like the timeline like going way back uh also so he he's he does great work but these guys do they're a lot of like they're mainly political side of things so but they they some of it's historical you know they'll do some historical political stuff but it's mainly like current events and how it how it got to where it is now so cool yeah they seem like a couple of really cool dudes so yeah i'm excited to see what we get into and uh yeah i guess uh make sure that you mark it down on your calendar are we gonna have it released on july 4th we're gonna try and do it live be... on youtube we're gonna we'll, we'll try and live stream it okay so see yeah. if that works well mark that shit down on your calendars then i yeah. guess do we know what time what time do we always do it 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There you go. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. It will be okay. July 4th. That way people can be nice and tuned up when they come in. Oh, I will come in wrecked. Oh, I'm sure you will. That's why. That's why we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna prepare beforehand for Hurricane okay. Ryan. Cool. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. No, it'll be fun, man. I'll uh <laughs> I'll uh be a nice lady about it. You know what I mean? Yes. So we'll, we'll have a good time. But yeah, thanks, guys. Find all our stuff. You can find all mine at the Great Deception Podcast. Go look it up. You know where to find me. Um, as always, guys, stay strong. Question everything. Mm-hmm.
George Rennie was the chairman of the board of the Union Broadcasting Systems, and he died at 11 o'clock this morning of a heart condition, and woe is us. We're in a lot of trouble. So, a rich little man with white hair died. What has that got to do with the price of rice, right? And why is that woe to us? Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now. Because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. And that's why woe is us that Edward George Ruddy died. Because this company is now in the hands of CCA, the Communication Corporation of America. There's a new chairman of the board, a man called Frank Hackett, sitting in Mr. Ruddy's office on the 20th floor. And when the 12th largest company in the world controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world, who knows what shit will be peddled for truth on this network. So you listen to me. Listen to me. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We're in the boredom-killing business. So if you want the truth, go to God. Go to your gurus. Go to yourselves, because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. But man, you're never going to get any truth from us. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. We'll tell you that uh, Kojak always gets the killer and that nobody ever gets cancer in Archie Bunker's house. And no matter how much trouble the hero is in, don't worry, just look at your watch. At the end of the hour, he's going to win. We'll tell you any shit you want to hear. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off.